Bismillahirrahmanirrahim Innal hamdalillah Wassalatu wassalamu ala rasulillah Amma ba'd A'udhu billahi minash shaytanir rajim Bismillahirrahmanirrahim Qul lay yusibana illa ma kataballahu lana Huwa maulana wa ala allahi Faliyatawakkalil mu'minun Sadaqallahul azim Respected brothers Elders Young friends, mothers and sisters, Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. <coughs> Inshallah, today I will try to give out two messages for myself and for you all, Inshallah. So, the first one which is the obvious one is in regards to the coronavirus Alhamdulillah I'm sure we've been bombarded with messages and videos and what what not but inshallah we'll just take a few moments just to talk about this as it is important that we try to keep things in perspective I will just very briefly want to talk about an incident in the time of Umar radiallahu anhu when he was the Amirul Mu'mineen when he was a Khalifa and he was Amirul Mu'mineen now let's just try to understand what kind of a person Umar radiallahu anhu was and then we'll carry on Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said that if there would have been a prophet after me it would have been Umar if obviously there was no prophet but if there was going to be a prophet if there would have been a prophet after me it would have been the famous Umar ibn al-Khattab radiyallahu anhu he was that that is a kind of caliber and the kind of person he was so when he was Amir al-Mu'mineen there was a plague in the region of Sham I would not mention the whole story but when he got there, he, had, he faced a dilemma, should he enter Sham or not? Abu Ubaidah ibn al-Jarrah radiyallahu anhu His inclination was that he should enter Sham But Amir al-Mu'minin, his opinion was other than the opinion of Abu Ubaidah ibn al-Jarrah radiyallahu anhu and there's a discussion so much so that Abu Ubaidah ibn al-Jarrah who was very very beloved to Umar radiyallahu anhu now because Abu Ubaidah ibn al-Jarrah the famous companion was not he was not a normal companion he was a companion in regards to whom Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa said that every nation has an Amin, a person who is trustworthy, and the Amin of my Ummah is Abu Ubaidah ibn al-Jarrah. So he was a very, very senior companion. <coughs> so there was a discussion. Abu Ubaidah ibn al-Jarrah said, you should enter Sham. And Hazrat Umar radiallahu inclination was that no, he shouldn't, and he, he himself shouldn't enter until Abdurrahman bin Awf radiyallahu anhu came and he 
he found out about this discussion between the two companions and he said that I heard a hadith, I heard a statement of Rasulullah sallallahu in which Rasulullah said that if there is a plague, those people who are outside it should not go inside it and those who are inside it should not come outside. Yes, it's a very famous hadith and probably we probably have come across this hadith in the last couple of weeks through the means of social media. So there's a great lesson to learn. Our deen teaches us to adopt means and asbab. We all know the hadith on tawakkul and trust about the camel. Yes. What did Rasulullah say? He didn't say, just leave the camel without tying it and put your trust in Allah. He didn't say that. No, he said, you first adopt the means and then you put the trust, you put your trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. A great, great lesson in this. Let us not try and be superheroes. There was nobody whose iman and trust in Allah was more today, more than Umar radiallahu anhu. Yet, then he made a decision and he went back to Medina Munawwara. So he didn't try being superheroes as well. Although he was a superhero. <laughs> now, we all have been reading messages, what we should be doing, what we should not be doing. And subhanallah, whether it is the guidelines from NHS, whether it is guidelines from your local masajid, many of the things I have come across are actually from the sunnah. Are from the Sunnah. So let's take a few examples. Rasulullah has said, when a person sneezes or cough, what should they do? Yes, they should cover their mouth. We should be doing this anyway. Whether there is a coronavirus or not, we should be doing this. The fact that we are not doing it probably is a reason why this has come up. Because, we are, you know, because people are not practicing this simple Sunnah. If you sneeze, or if you cough, cover it. Preferably with a tissue or with your sleeve. Cover it so your germs don't spread. Yes or no? Another example we are told is that we should do wudu from our homes. Especially nowadays, during these crises, we should do wudu from our home. It is a sunnah to do wudu from your home anyway. How many, how many ahadith are there in regards to the virtue of doing wudu from the home and then walk into the masjid for every step, you know, there's a reward. So again, this is from the sunnah. This is from the sunnah. We should be doing this anyway, whether it's coronavirus or not. Yes? And then we are told that the sunnah prayer, whether it's before the farad or after the farad, should be offered where? At home. This is a sunnah again, this is a sunnah. Rasulullah used to perform his sunnah and his extra salah before or after the farad salah, he used to perform it at home. So all these guidelines and advice we are given from the imams or from the website or from the poster in our local masjid, these are actually things we should have been doing anyway. Now, like I said, 
we are taught in our religion to take precautions and to adopt means and then we should put our trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Alhamdulillah, for more information, for more guidelines, our masjid, if you go on the website, there are very important guidelines. So there should be an, a physical action plan and there should be a spiritual action plan as well. Yes, there should be a physical action plan and a spiritual action plan. Alhamdulillah, our beautiful deen has given us du'as to read every day. Whether there's coronavirus or not, they are, pushed, they are short du'as which, which we should be reading every day. And Alhamdulillah, if you go on the website, our masjid website, there are a few simple du'as which we should read for our protection. Again, these are adopting means. If something is going to happen, is going to happen. Yes or no? You know, let's example, before we eat dinner, do we not wash our hands with soap? I do anyway. After we finish eating dinner, we use soap to wash our hands. When we finish with istinja, when we finish from the lavatory, do we wash our hands with soap or not? So then if someone says to use that we should, if someone says that we should use hand sanitizers, what is the problem? I use hand sanitizer as well, it's in my coat pocket. Does that mean that my iman is weak? Does that what it means? Is that what it means? Or does that just mean that we are, adopt, we, are, you know, we are taking precautionary measures? If something's going to happen to me, or if something's going to happen to you, it's going to happen anyway. But our beautiful and complete religion since 1400 years has told us to adopt means. And if, you know, to do, to do salam is sunnah, we all know that. Whether it is coronavirus or not, we should do salamu alaykum. But what is a sunnah? The sunnah is to utter the words. The sunnah is to utter the words. To shake hands is desirable. To shake the hands is, is what? Desirable. So if someone doesn't want to shake your if someone doesn't want to shake hands, don't feel offended. Because the sunnah is to utter the words of salamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. If someone declines to shake hands, doesn't matter. Feel happy. Don't feel offended. Don't feel that their iman is weaker than yours. Let Allah, let Allah be the judge of that. We should not try and be the judge and the jury of all matters. We shouldn't come up with fatawas. Leave that to the muftis and the shuyukhs. So these were just a few guidelines. You know, let us, you know we say, let common sense prevail sometimes. Let common sense prevail. And Alhamdulillah, there are many guidelines on the masjid website, on the notice board. All brothers and sisters are requested to go through them just to read it, to help you in matters inside the masjid and in, regard, in regards to matters even outside the masjid as well. So I hope uh, these, I just wanted to share these few thoughts uh, in regards to the current situation, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us a better understanding. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala um, cure us physically and spiritually. Like I said, 
we have to take two action plans the physical aspect and the spiritual aspect we also have to understand that whenever a calamity befalls people it is because of their own actions this is what the quran teaches us whenever calamity befalls you you and i or anyone in the world it is because of our own actions and our own deeds there are so many verses in the quran in regards to this it's crystal clear so then what should we do we should do we should do istighfar abundantly we should do istighfar and we should read the prayer of the prophet yunus alayhi salam la ilaha illa anta subhanaka inni kuntu min al-zalimin abundantly <coughs> and we should turn to allah we should correct our actions And we should correct our relationship between us and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And then see, then see how the madad and the nusra and the help of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala comes. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give me the tawfiq to act upon what has been said. And you all as well. May Allah ta'ala make our affairs and matters easy for us. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala cure all those who may be ill. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala always protect us. Subhanallah wa bihamdihi subhanakallahumma wa bihamdik shadu an la ilaha illa anta astaghfiruka wa atubu ilayh inshallah all brothers are requested to donate towards the masjid jazakallahu khairan